Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and I'm one tough son of a trucker. That's a true statement. My dad's a truck driver, and I'm certified tough because I completed the Tough Mudder. Now, if you don't know what that is, the Tough Mudder is an endurance race slash obstacle course that is famous for involving a whole lot of mud in their obstacles. And let me tell you, that mud is thick, thick. Now, the classic race is 8 to 12 miles with like 25 obstacles. But I just did the 5K with 13 obstacles. So maybe I'm not that tough. I don't know. I don't know why I have to diminish my accomplishment by saying it was just a 5K. It was still the Tough mutter. It was still a challenge. But in the back of my head, I tell myself, well... There was a bigger challenge that I didn't do, the 10-mile race. I opted for the easier race. And at the end of the day, the 5K wasn't that difficult. I feel like I managed pretty decently. So was it really a challenge? I say that, but I was still sore for like two days after. So my body was like, let's not get carried away until you can carry your own body weight. Anyway. So this is a solo episode, um, I apologize you have to listen to just me, but I figured I could tell you about my experience and that might be entertaining. So I went to Nashville for the Tough Mudder a couple weeks ago, and this is something that I had been wanting to do for a long time, since college, uh, but I knew I was too out of shape back then. So this past May, I actually just went ahead and signed up for it and use that as a way to force myself to actually train for it because it costs money and I'm sure as hell not going to waste my money. So I gave myself five months to train, only ended up using about two of those months. Uh, If you're curious about my training regimen, I jogged about a mile, mile and a quarter a day, uh, five times a week. I did push-ups almost every single day, um, ever so often. I would go to the nearest elementary school playground and do the monkey bars. Uh, (laughs) I say every so often because a grown-ass man can't frequent a school playground without raising some eyebrows. And I didn't want to raise eyebrows. So I always checked to make sure there were no kids within the 50-yard radius when I practiced holding my fat ass up on these monkey bars. But anyway, that was it. Jogging five times a week, push-ups and monkey bars occasionally. And just by doing that, the Tough Mudder 5K was honestly not that bad. I I could have kept going, but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. The morning of the race, uh, my team and I are up early. We pile into my 2005 Ford Freestyle. We're ready. We're excited to go. Put the keys in the ignition, turn the start, and nothing. My car battery had not prepared for the race. My car didn't start because there's always an issue with my car when I travel for fun. Anyway, so we get into one of my teammates' cars, and we're headed to the race about two hours early before our start time. We're playing any and all the hype music you can think of. Thunderstruck, X Gonna Give It To You, Party in the USA. And we stop to load up on carbs and protein at Cracker Barrel. Now, if you've never been to Cracker Barrel, uh, their breakfast food is delicious, 
but I do not recommend Cracker Barrel two hours before you run a race. I played it smart, only had three pancakes, light on the syrup. My teammates, on the other hand, went full-on breakfast platters. So it should be no surprise when I tell you that 15 minutes before we run this 5K, one of us had to rush over to a porta potty and evacuate all the blueberry pancakes from their stomach. <laughs> this is a true story, and there goes any potential sponsorship from Cracker Barrel. Okay, fast forward to race time. We're at the starting line, the race starts, and we start jogging. But there are so many people clumped together at the beginning, you could have walked as fast as we were jogging. There was just nowhere to go. But as soon as we started going uphill and into the woods with a lot of ankle twisting hazards, that's where you separate the men and the women from the out of shape men and women. And then you come upon the first obstacle. And if you had any thoughts that you might make it out of this race without getting too muddy, think again. The very first obstacle, you have to army crawl under barbed wire in two inches of mud for like 20 yards. So right away, you're good and muddy. You get your money's worth. Now, I'm not going to go through all the obstacles, uh, just the highlights. Let's see. Uh, there was a wooden wall about 10 feet high you had to climb over. Very little to grab onto. And I accidentally sat on one of my testicles when I straddled the wall at the top. Um, there was a giant stack of hay bales you had to climb over. There was like a 20-yard long puddle of mud you had to walk through. It was like two feet deep which looks simple enough, but there were random holes scattered so you would trip and fall and could have easily broke your ankle. But if you took it slow or just waited to see where other people walked and fell, it was fine. Uh, my least favorite obstacle was the hero carry, where essentially you have to carry one of your teammates for like 30 yards, however you wanted to do it. I assumed, being the biggest guy on the team, that the firefighter in our group would carry me. But he wanted to carry his girlfriend, which makes sense, but <laughs> that meant the smallest guy on our team, half my size, had to carry me. So he gives me a piggyback ride, <laughs> and the whole time I keep saying to him, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he said, it's fine, but I could hear him struggling. You know that sound you make when you're having a difficult time carrying something heavy, it's like, <clears throat> like that. Needless to say, he didn't make it all the way, but uh, we switch. I decided to carry him firefighter style on my shoulders. And funny enough, he was making that sound again. I had no problem taking him all the way, but I guess my shoulder was cutting off his air supply or something. I don't know, but yeah, that was my least favorite because I was directly responsible for someone else's suffering. Now, my two favorite obstacles were the ones that had the most crowd participation and encouragement, the Block Nest Monster and Everest. I have a hard time describing Block Nest Monster, so if you just Google Block Nest Monster Tough Mudder, you can see what I'm talking about. But basically, it was these large rotating blocks in this pool of water about five feet deep, and you had to get up on these rotating blocks and climb over them as they're rotating and they're only rotating because everyone else on that obstacle, not just your team, has to work together to physically rotate them yourselves. And you obviously all can't jump on them at once because then nobody's rotating them. So that was fun because it was a large group effort and who doesn't love teamwork? Uh, and then there's Everest. Uh, Everest is in every single Tough Mudder video. 
It's the large wall that you have to sprint towards and run up and grab the top to pull yourself up. Um, the cool thing about the obstacle is, well, for one, there are people who have already made it up waiting for you at the top to grab you and help you up. But also, the whole crowd is cheering you on. You know, if you don't make it the first try, they'll cheer you for you even louder on your second try and then your third try until you make it up. Now, I was low-key nervous about this one because I can't sprint that fast, I don't have a lot of upper body strength, and there were no traction on my shoes. Uh, so the whole time I'm thinking, I'm going to be the guy that face plants into the wall. And it was weird because I'm not someone who smiles a lot, but as I was running towards that wall, I almost had like an out-of-body experience, and everything was in slow motion. I'm looking up at the people at the top of the wall cheering me on, and I couldn't help but smile as I'm sprinting as fast as I can. And before I know it, I'm grabbing the top of the wall, as easy as that. And the people up there grab my arms and pull me the rest of the way up. It wasn't that bad, but honestly, yeah, hearing the crowd cheer for everyone else made it one of the more fun obstacles. So yeah, we, we finished the race a little over two hours. Uh, well, what we estimate was two hours. There was no official timekeeping. Um, and the only reason why it took that long was because we had to wait like 30 minutes at one obstacle. Just because only a few number of people could do it at a time, so that slows things down. Um, I felt fine at the end. I could have kept going. Uh, I almost snuck into the last part of the 10-mile race just because I wanted to do the electroshock therapy. Uh, but my teammates talked me out of it. So... All in all, it was a fun day. Um, I was impressed with myself. And I think a lot of people would be surprised at how well they do, uh, just because your team really does help you a lot. And I say all this to say that I'm looking to put a team together for the 10-mile race next year. So obviously I'll have to jog a little more than a mile a day, but honestly the running part of the Tough Mudder wasn't that bad. Uh, I think the most we had to run between two obstacles was like three-quarters of a mile. So not terrible. Um, obviously, the 10-mile would be farther than that, but think about this. You're also getting a chance to catch your breath while you wait to do obstacles. So it's not constant running. Um, I think you can do it, and I promise to lose more weight so whoever carries me won't have a hard time breathing. So if you're listening, if you're a fan of this podcast, please join my team. Our team name will be the Irish Exiteers. And if there's an obstacle you don't feel like doing, you can Irish exit that part. Thanks for listening to this absurdity, and I hope it won't be too tough to join me next time. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything.